Welcome to Bible Tract Echoes. Thank you so much for listening in today. If for some reason you have not been able to catch the entirety of our past week or past week's broadcasts, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, of course, and Twitter. If you just search for at Bible Tracks Inc., that's at Bible Tracks Inc., we'd love to catch you up on our Bible study, and I would absolutely love for you to go back and listen to the Tuesday edition of Bible Tract Echoes. We talked about some very important concepts of the importance of prayer to us and our ministry. We talked about our prison ministry headed up by Todd Lofbaum here at BTI. We're so excited to be able to serve God alongside of you. And as I mentioned yesterday, I'd like to reiterate the need for you to be a part of a good local church. If you are not a part of a local church, let me implore you to get in contact with us. You can email us, you can call us, you can send us a letter. The announcer at the conclusion of the program will tell you far more about how you can get in contact with us. Before we review this past week and what we've talked about as far as the Bible study, and then also when we went beyond the track and behind the track on Tuesday for our Tract and Truth Tuesday, I'd like to say this. God is at work. God is moving. If you have the opportunity to visit our website and find out more about our ministry, we would love for you to do that. We are so excited. I won't let the cat out of the bag yet. I won't uh, tell you too much about what's coming up here down the pike in the future, but we are very excited about the open doors of opportunity. Had the opportunity myself to meet with our board of directors not too long ago, and I am so pleased and so happy with the spirit of unity that was there and the, the enjoyment that we had to fellowship together around the central focus of our ministry, that of distributing gospel tracts free of charge around the world. So excited for the opportunities that have been presented to us and for you to partner with us as well. We would absolutely love for you to, of course, financially, we wouldn't turn that away. The announcer at the conclusion will tell you more about how you can contact us for that. But more important than that is we need your prayer support and we need you to be a distributor of our tracks. It doesn't cost you anything. We would love for you to go to our website, BibleTracksInc.org, to find out how you can order some of our tracks completely free. You don't have to sign your life away. We don't need anything except for an address to send them to. We would love to send you a gospel track just like what I have here. I'd like to feature this track that I have. It's called Riding the Religious Merry-Go-Round. Now, one of the reasons I specifically chose to feature this track today is because it dovetails so nicely with the topic of our discussion in the Bible out of the book of Galatians over these past few days and weeks. This track points out that riding the religious merry-go-round and trusting in ritual or religion or those rigid rules will never mean that you realize salvation. You will never be able to get to heaven that way. You know, it says in here that merry-go-rounds are fun to ride, but they don't take you anywhere. And that is exactly the case with this idea of law versus grace, law versus faith. It sounds fun to jump on the religious merry-go-round of trusting in the law and your works to take you to heaven. But friend, at the end of the day, you will not advance your cause at all. You and I can do nothing. The Bible says that the gift of God is not of works, 
lest any man should boast. And this track right here does an excellent job of telling you how you can know for sure that you are on your way to heaven without trusting in your works, without trusting in a church, without trusting in a pastor. Can I tell you this? If anything that I ever say from behind this microphone as the host of Bible Tract Echoes does not jive, does not correspond, is not truthful doctrinally, theologically, it's not. if it's not biblically sound, then friend, I implore you to go with what the Bible says. I'd love to have a conversation with you if you have questions, comments, critiques about our ministry, about me personally. Friend, I learned a long time ago that in every critique, there is always a seed of truth, but I would love to hear from you. Now, I'll be honest with you, I'm not looking for a theological debate. The Bible says very clearly to answer not a fool according to their folly, and I'm not insinuating that you are one, but I will say this, that I have much to do for the cause of Christ, but I want to make sure that we are on good theological ground, and I would love to hear from you as we try not to ride the religious merry-go-round. Now let's go to the book of Galatians chapter number three, and verse number one will be there in just a moment. We will review what we've talked about, but before we do that, I'd like to read a passage from a book on this epistle of Galatians. I'd like to read this passage, and it'll give us a jumping-off point for where we are today. Here's what it says. Salvation is by faith. Paul keeps on driving this point home. It was always God's intention, meaning salvation by faith. Paul says to his Galatian Gentile converts that the Gentiles should be justified by faith. Therefore, in accordance with his, meaning God's, omniscience and foreknowledge, he proclaimed the gospel 2,000 years ago in words spoken to Abraham. It's no novel idea that salvation was by faith and faith alone. That was always God's plan from the beginning. Paul was not an innovator, preaching some new and novel gospel. The gospel that he preached went back at least as far as Abraham. The Judaizers would point the Gentiles to Moses. Paul pointed them to Abraham. And using that passage there as a jumping off point, let's go ahead and go to the book of Galatians. Let's go to the Bible. Galatians chapter number three. By way of review, we learned in Galatians 3 and verse number 1 that if the shoe fits, we need to wear it. What does the Bible say? Galatians 3, 1, O foolish Galatians, who hath bewitched you? Friend, if the Bible calls you a fool then you just might be doing some foolish things. Of course, this word fool means, or foolish, means senseless, without knowledge. And the Galatian people, those churches of Galatia, were making some foolish decisions in being bewitched or fascinated by these other, uh, I should say, another gospel, as Paul mentions in Galatians chapter 1. It was not truly another real gospel. It was a false gospel. Have you ever seen a, a little bird or a little mouse be bewitched or or fascinated by a snake as it approaches, never realizing that the end of their life was nigh and all they would have to do for the bird is to take flight and, and fly away or the mouse much faster than the snake could depart at any time. But they become bewitched and they watch the snake as it slithers ever closer until it's too late and it strikes. That's what was happening to the Galatians. They had been bewitched. And friend, if the shoe fits and you realize that you've come to this sense of falsehood, you've come to this understanding not truthfully, a skewed sense of theology because of the teachings of false 
teachers of the gospel, then friend, let's realize that. Let's fix the issue. Let's not persist in error. We continue on with in Galatians 3 verse number 2 that sometimes we need to go back to the beginning. Galatians 3 2, this only would I learn of you. Received ye the spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Are ye so foolish? Having begun in the spirit, are ye now made perfect by the flesh? Let's go back to the beginning. Let's go back to the source of all truth, that being the Bible. Don't trust me just because I have a radio program. Don't trust any wind of doctrine just because someone stands up and, and proclaims to be a speaker of the gospel, you need to trust the source of all wisdom, that being the Bible. Let's go back to the beginning. How did you first receive Christ, if you have? By the spirit of faith, not by the law. Let's continue on here. Verse number seven points out that we are part of the family of God. And I've encouraged you to become a part of a local church family. God did not ordain the universal church and for you to sit at home and watch church uh, on your television screen. And though the circumstances of life may have caused that to be a, a consideration or an issue with pandemics and things of that nature, or even health issues, God still asks us, requires of us to be a part, a true part of the family of God, that being a part of a local church family. The church is not about the four walls of the building. Uh, we colloquially uh, say, we, we, we gesture and make notice of the fact that I go to church. I go to uh, four walls in a place where there is a pulpit. But can I say this, friend? That that is not the church. It's the membership, the people that make up a church. Galatians 3, verse number 7 says this, Know ye therefore that they which are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. Abraham. We looked at Hebrews chapter number 11, the hall of faith. Then uh, we talked about how Abraham was really a father, a father figure, a patriarch of the faith. Verse number eight, and the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the heathen through faith, preached before the gospel unto Abraham saying, in thee shall all nations be blessed. Verse nine, so then they which be of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. We're setting the stage for the topic today being this, you have a choice. You have a choice. Galatians 3, verse number 10, here's where we pick up our study today. Galatians 3.10 says, For as many as are of the works of the law are under the curse, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that continueth not in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. This is what the law says. Cursed is everyone that everyone that continueth not in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. But no man, verse number 11 says, no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. It is evident for the just shall live by faith. If we were to go back into the Pentateuch, the first five books of the Bible, and we were to read every single uh, law, every single curse against those that do not do the law, friend, we would be in a sad state. Can I tell you this? In my best, on my absolute best day, I don't have a prayer of fulfilling all points of the law. How many curses are there for those that don't fulfill every point of the law? Well, if we look at the book of Deuteronomy, just in chapter number 27, there's a dozen curses there. And in Deuteronomy 28, there's a half dozen more. And you can read down through chapter number 28 of, of Deuteronomy and read all of these horrifying illustrations of what would happen to you if you do not keep the law. 
It continues on throughout all of chapter number 28. The children of Israel would have been pursued by disease and drought and dread because they could not keep the law. And it's so funny. Those that tout the law as the schoolmaster, as a thing that needs to be followed to the T constantly and with complete subservience. And I'm not opposed to following rules. I'm not opposed to doing what is right in the right circumstance. But friend, can I tell you, if someone tells you that you must keep the law to receive salvation, friend, they're giving you a losing effort. The Bible says in verse number 11, Galatians 3.11, but no man, but that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God, it is evident For the just shall live by faith. Verse 12, and the law is not of faith, but the man that doeth them shall live in them. Verse 13, isn't it so great? Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, cursed is every one that hangeth on a tree. We'll continue in verse number 14 in the coming days and weeks and continue down through Galatians chapter 3. But Frank, can I tell you, if you're riding the religious merry-go-round and you don't know Jesus Christ truthfully as your personal Lord and Savior, if you've never accepted him in his free gift by faith, then friend, you don't want to live under the curse of the law. Contact us. Listen to the announcer in just a few moments here. We'd love to be in contact with you. Have a great day for his glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.